That really was. This last Wednesday, I have to say the best part was watching them, they hit failure, bam. And they were like, hey, did you try this? Like Ellen and I were, I was actually over in the corner cleaning a sewing machine. And Ellen was running a Zoom meeting with a kid who couldn't be there. The kids who were in our classroom were checking with each other and saying, did you try this? I know that we've got a gift. We've got some parts we could lift up. This is the start of your bridge. Walk through it all with the cards you were dealt in the heart in your chest and then foster your grit. We started to sift through the pieces of youth. Keep our feet on the ground, but still reach through the roof. We're staying steady and keeping our truth. I believe in the dreams that are sweeping the view. I know our roads may take us in a thousand different directions, but don't forget to watch the scenery. Welcome to Project Event with Dr. B. Hey, welcome back for season number two of Project Invent. I'm your host, Dr. B, and really glad to have you back. And for this episode, I'm very, very excited because we have two fantastic guests who are coming to us from the great white north of Alaska. Welcome to Catherine and Ellen. Thank Hi. you. Yeah, ladies, please fill us in. Let's start with Catherine. Catherine, um, I think, are you both teaching at the same school, Catherine and Ellen? Yes. Okay. And you're both involved with Project Invent, so this is going to be really great. So uh, this is a great episode for teachers to figure out how to do this all together and everything like that. So, Catherine, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you first get interested in being a teacher? Well, I have always wanted to be a teacher. And, excuse me, I tell people this story. When I was a kid... My idea of the most fun game ever was to play school. And some of the neighbor kids would get tired of that because that's all I ever wanted to play. (laughs) And so um, I would set up dolls and teddy bears and put crayons and pencils in their little paws and give them books and make them do work. And, um, And I did that before I went to kindergarten. And then when I got to kindergarten, believe it or not, kindergarten and first grade, um, teachers had trouble with me because I thought I was the teacher. You should do the job. I, I could do this job. I'll take over. And yeah. so, some of the better teachers I had put me to work. That's and smart. They would they would partner me with kids way before that was cool because I was in school in the sixties, <laughs> and um, you know it was sit in the row and be quiet and do exactly what the teacher says, except here's Kathy in the back doing something different. And um, so luckily I had really good teachers. I had a a couple not so good teachers, but um, I usually got moved out of the room. Um, Okay. (laughs) Well, so did you have any teachers in your family that maybe planted that or just, it just was in your my mom had taught as a part-time job. She taught remedial reading and she was, she had, uh, when she graduated high school, she was offered a teach a scholarship to the Iowa teacher school. And she decided to um, marry and get out of Iowa instead. And so, um, <clears throat> yeah, but there's okay. no other teachers. Well, there are two kinds of, uh, I've been very fortunate in my life to work with a lot of pre-service young people going into teaching and and found that there are really two types of people who go into education. One like Catherine, who feel 
just a calling from the from plain little dolls lined up at desks to Ellen. Not so much you, right? You kind of came to it in a different way. Yeah. So my experience was totally different. I never, ever wanted to be a teacher in school. That was like my worst nightmare was being a teacher. And, <laughs> and at the time, I always had this image of a teacher just teaching like little kids and having snotty noses and and wet pants all the time. And I just could not stand that idea. Um, so I never, ever wanted to be a teacher. And I actually have my degree in business administration and marketing. And then like about probably less than six months after I graduated college, I was asked to teach a whole bunch of teenagers at my church. And I realized that teaching kids includes teenagers and that I was really good at teaching teenagers and I loved it. And so I went back to school, got my teaching certification and became a high school teacher. And And they didn't have, they didn't have soggy pants and wet noses. No soggy pants. I'm sure they had wet noses, but they could, you know, (laughs) their nose or blow their nose. And, you know, very rarely see kids picking their nose in high school. You know, every once in a while, yeah, you do catch it, catch them, but it's, not very often. Not very often. So, so you're both in the, at the same high school in Alaska. What is the, what is the name of that high school? It's Benny Benson Alternative High School. And what do we mean by alternative? Well, it's named after a um, Benny Benson, who is the young man who, um, in the early 1900s, he designed the flag for what would later become the state of Alaska. And our school's named after Benny Benson because he was involved in a trade school. He had gone to, I think, regular school up until eighth grade. And then he was not going to graduate high school. And so he went to a trade school and he went into a trade and was very successful at it and ended up being one of the very few Alaska natives who went outside of Alaska and was also successful doing airplane mechanics and um, some mechanics, but mostly working on airplanes. And so our school is named after Benny Benson um, because of the trade school part. So when kids are not successful in the big high schools in Anchorage, um, they're able to come to Benny Benson to get caught up on their academics. But we also have um, a partnership with a a school that offers um, career technology. And then we also offer um, education uh, points for or elective points for the kids who have jobs and go out and learn a trade and things like that. So they can also get their high school diploma. So that's how great. What a great opportunity. What a great opportunity. So that kind of just leads right into what I want to talk about with Project Invent, because I know that both of your hearts uh, are full and and. I'm happy about the fact that whether a, a student is disadvantaged or whatever you know background he comes from academically, Project Invent, mm-hmm. I understand, is giving them an opportunity at with you as their leader to create, to invent, to do something that really matters, and that's kind of exciting, isn't it, Ellen? Oh, it is absolutely totally exciting. I I'm really surprised at how much our kids have done. And, you know, we, we have some students that 
before we started this program, had very low reading capabilities, very low math scores. And now they're, you know, taking extra classes so they can learn how to do code and learn how to do things specifically for a project event. And so it's, it's fabulous seeing the results. What a thing to be a part of. And so tell us what your team is doing, Alan. So my team is helping teenagers who have contemplated suicide. We have invented the Hug Me, which is either a stuffed animal or a blanket. And it's going to have a panic button that the kids will be able to push. And then it'll send out a signal to parents, counselors, uh, a, a really good friend that says, hey, John is really having a hard time. He needs your help. Go check on him right now. Um, wow. It'll also have uh, heating elements in it so that, you know, they can push the, another button to heat it up and then they can have that warmth and kind of a warm hug. And um, let's see. Oh, and then we'll also have um, self-help information, um, like stuffed in a little pocket. So. Wow, wow. Yeah. So it seems, it seems to me that to what you're saying about Project Invent, and the kids rising to the occasion is, you know, give me a why. Give me a why that I'm doing something and I can do so much more than you expect of me because they've got a direct. Do you have a community partner? Yeah. That brought them this need. Yeah. So you can see a hands on. Catherine, what, what is your team doing? And, and are you competing against Ellen's team? This is very interesting. Not at all. Mm. Um we have been really cooperating and actually right now both groups they're they're very fluid they they go back and forth and some of our um some of the people we have involved as like community experts have suggested we actually incorporate our two products so my group's product is addressing the need identified by our own students of um, foster kids and foster, uh, yeah, foster kids in the state of Alaska, because we have a lot of foster kids, especially a lot of foster kids at Benny Benson High School. And so we interviewed a community partner, a former foster child who has been adopted, and then also her adoptive parents. And um, they said more than anything, what all foster kids need is a duffel bag because they're given, it's humiliating, they're given like two trash bags and told, throw all your belongings in these trash bags and put them in the car, you're going wow. to move home. Yeah. And so not only are they ripped out of either their home or their, their current foster home, you know, they're given trash bags to put their personal belongings in. And then trash bags rip, they get mixed up with the garbage, things are sure. not secure, they get stolen, things like that. So our kids were like, how do we address the lack of security that these wow. kids are facing? So and let's then, not just give them a duffel bag, but let's put a lock on it that has like a, you know, keyless entry, basically a code. That so the they're secure. Yeah. So the foster parent and the foster kid would have it. Um, but then they also said like getting lost. So we were, and this was, I think, the most fun this last week with the kids were able to do this because we're building prototypes at this point. We were trying to uh, come up with ways, and they came up with so many ways. We have a tracker 
to put in the duffel bag. And then the kids were programming the experimental trackers into their phones. And it was, it was pretty hilarious. We kept well, saying, how cool is that? How cool is that, you guys, to sit and watch these kids ideate and, and think about all your brain hurricane, all the ways they could solve a community partner's uh, issues. Cause each community partner, if, if right. I'm correct, represents a much larger audience than just that community partner, like you said. So it's kids who have anxiety and mm-hmm. uh, are, you know, victim to suicides and depression and foster kids. So to sit around and watch these kids at your school ideate and come up and prototype and think about all the ways they can help solve a problem must be exciting to be a part of. That really was. <laughs> this last Wednesday, I have to say the best part was watching them, they hit failure, bam. And they were like, hey, did you try this? Like Ellen and I were, I was actually over in the corner cleaning a sewing machine and Ellen was running a Zoom meeting with a kid who couldn't be there. The kids who were in our classroom were checking with each other and saying, did you try this? (laughs) That's so great. Well, I understand it was Ellen who pulled you into Project Invent. It was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good good girl, Ellen. So um, what would you say to any of the teachers uh, listening to this right now about why, Ellen, why would you pull everybody, every teacher you know into something like this? Um, so this project event is not just for engineering teachers. It's not just for the science or math teachers. There's so many aspects of the of the talents that are needed for project event. And I absolutely love the fact that I managed to get Catherine pulled into this and that, you know, we, we really feed off of each other. And there's sometimes I'm like, I am totally clueless how to do this. Miss Ryman, can you help? What are your suggestions? And then she'll step in and, and, you know, she, she taught the kids how to write a formal business letter. And, you know, there you, you bring in those English things and those, you know, things that they need for, for their adult life, how to how to write a letter to a business and and stuff like that, and so it's not just it's not just brainstorming and creating the product. There's opportunities to to really use the whole curriculum in exactly. um, you know creating this this whole club and everything because they also have to go present, don't they? I mean, yeah. pub, public speaking skills, communication, all that kind of great stuff. Yes. So what do you do to get them ready for demo day, Catherine? What are you going to do? Well, they, (laughs) so speaking of speaking skills, (laughs) um, all of our kids um, at Benny Benson, um, the main thing they have in common or had, I have to say had in common was a complete lack of security. And during our, um, for the first filming, when we were doing like our idea shares, we literally had a girl who put her face in her hoodie and she was talking like this. Like she looked like a turtle. She had her face down in her. She was like, this is the hug me. And it's for, and there's another, there's another kid who before this, he would hardly speak at all. He was almost nonverbal. And he spoke, he read, and what the kids have said, next time I will practice what I'm supposed to 
say. I will not try to read in front of the camera something I haven't read. We told them practice reading it, but they didn't do it. And then they're they're self-criticizing in a positive way, saying next time I'm going to pre-read so I sound better. And then we also have um, just, they have plans of, oh, we need to have the object in front of us so that we don't have to look at the camera. We can look at the object. Like they're already making their own plans for them. Invaluable, invaluable experience. And here's the thing. It's, it's a total curriculum within one club of everything they're going to have to learn to do. And it's kind of goes back to where we started that when you understand the purpose of something, I'm, I know myself when I was in algebra, in fact, I still don't understand the purpose of algebra. So I didn't pay that much attention to it. But, you know, if I knew that an algebraic uh, formula was going to help a, a person with their anxiety or their depression or whatever it might be, and I saw a direct hit for what I was learning and what I was doing to help others, because that's what's so great about any human being, but particularly the age group that you're working with, the heart to help is in there. And they just don't know how or what to do with it. And you guys and Project Invent are showing them. And, and on behalf of all parents and people everywhere that have teenagers and know about teenagers and what a tough time of life it is, you guys are modern day heroes. Thank you. Thank you for all your hard work. And and thank you for spending some time with us on Project Invent this afternoon. And uh, make sure all of your uh, team members listen because you guys presented very well. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Good luck on demo day with the Benny Bags and the Hug Me. I'll be interested to see what happens. Thanks so much. Thank you. Are you considering homeschooling this year or concerned about addressing all your child's literacy skills or academic performance? Now more than ever, Linda Moodbell programs for reading, comprehension, and math can help students catch up or get ahead in learning. In a matter of weeks, your child can feel more confident and prepared for school. Our evidence-based intervention is individualized one-to-one -one and proven effective for all types of students with challenges that affect learning, including dyslexia. Spots are filling fast, so enroll now. Learn more at lindamoodbell.com slash projectinvent. Thank you for listening. You can find more information about Project Invent on the website at projectinvent.org. Tune in next week for more ideas, inspiration, and information about invention here on Project Invent with Dr. B.